0: Whatever it takes, I, know I can make it through. Girl, recording? we're recording.
1: Girl, this wait, hold on. This new update is throwing me off. Okay, right?
0: <laughs> <laughs> I thought the same thing too. And also, it's moving hella fast at the bottom. You see. Yes. And this
1: core it's usually sitting in the middle of the timer and it's in the corner, so it threw me off. Anyway, hello and welcome back to Below the Dot Podcast, where we recap and discuss a new episode of Degrassi, The Next Generation, every throwback Thursday from the Degrassi Black Hole. I am one of your hosts, Terry McGregor.
0: I am your other host, Chris
1: Sharp. Welcome. And back. Welcome back. Today, we are recapping the very, very fun episode that is season two, episode 17, titled Relax. But before we dive into the episode, we're going to start with some trivia for Terry.
0: All right. So my first question is, who was the first person on the list of students that made the floor hockey team? Was it Kendra? That's a nice guess, but it's someone who doesn't exist. Christine... (laughs) I don't know if this is a French last name. I have no idea how to pronounce it. I don't know shit about French. Um, A-L-E-X-I-O-U. Whoever that is. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Look, I tried. Um, Person who doesn't exist. Second question. What does the front of the new girls' floor hockey jersey say?
1: Man... I can see i, have I literally questions this
0: week
1: see. yes because i know this episode was not the best so i was not was,
0: as right
1: involved i have no clue i just know the colors of the jersey
0: um they say jeremiah motors because you know that's a oh my weapon. god yes mad? i'm so pissed <laughs> Do I have any questions in this one? I don't think I added any. I started doing my notes a little bit differently. And so I lied. I You were like, I don't have any tidbits. And I was like, girl, I got tidbits. I don't have any tidbits. I have tidbits of future episodes, I think. I think just one mm. episode is about um, old girl who I was texting you about. Um, but I don't have any tidbits today. So
1: Yeah, I got nothing but like commentary because, again, this episode was a little bit boring. And the only note that I did make actually um, was... I couldn't find a thread because I looked too. I was wondering if anyone made a thread or if there's like a Reddit page that exists out there of all the announcements that Mr. Raddage says over the PA system as we're like transitioning into scenes. Because... Yeah. I noticed one during this episode and I don't know what he said, but he said something about trash cans and then he mentioned their moms and was said something just like your mom didn't raise you that way or something like that in the background. <laughs> so I feel like there's probably a thread out there of things that he says as we're not paying attention that are probably shady or funny, but I couldn't
0: find it. There is a Twitter account for all of the signs in front of the school. That's all I can give you
1: that's funny okay Degra- yeah it- it's
0: probably called like degrassi signs or something i don't know in fact actually i like to give credit where it's due so let me go find out see if i can find them oh okay i found it in like two seconds sorry everyone's mad at me because i said that men need to go to therapy <laughs> and so everyone's yelling at my open catfish twitter account and i just had to go address some people and some trolls but anyway, i am yeah, screaming so- <laughs> it's like my bad i'm Sorry, because, you know, they're all mad. I don't know if you saw about that girl, Brie, who was like, men need to go to therapy. And men got mad and uh, women went and they doxed her and lost that woman her job.
1: I saw that. I saw that because of you, but I didn't read too much into it. That's horrible.
0: I mean, and so here's the deal. People love to tell half the story. So it's always possible that she had done other things and they were like, you know what? We've had enough. Right. It's going to be the one that takes you out. But... If this is what really lost that woman her job, everybody is a hot mess. First of all, y'all shouldn't have doxed her. Second of all, like, if that's the thing that lost her, her that job, that's absolute right. trash. But, um, so I'm very upset about that. And people are not happy with me over that either for me saying that men need to go to therapy. Um, they probably going to lose me my job too. That's fine. <laughs> it's go so ahead. wild how people
1: get people fired on the internet a lot of people deserve it because people do stupid shit on the internet but for something like that y'all are bugging and i you mean do need to go to therapy
0: i mean it's just like so as evidence y'all do. You, you do you do because if you get this upset by someone saying that you need to go to therapy it sounds like you need to go to th- you should probably go unpack that in therapy you got some shit to work out absolutely that's horrible Right. Um, But back to our land of where people do go to therapy without shame such as Ashley, Kerwin, and family. Um, The Twitter page I was referencing is called Degrassi Signs. So it was very simple to find and Mm. therefore I found it.
1: Yeah, if you see a Degrassi PA announcements pop up, it's probably me. So (laughs) I might have to do that deep dive. But in um, my search for tidbits I just had a realization that I won't say here that I'll mention after because spoiler alert. But I didn't know Mr. Radage uh gets exiled later on down the line. I don't remember
0: that at all. Oh, he does. I wonder yeah. if was, I wonder if he ended up losing leaving the show. Yeah, because that it was the incident so. that led to it, right? Mm-hmm. But and I wonder if I wonder if he was already leaving the show and that's why it happened.
1: And they connected it, yeah. Cause apparently in Degrassi Jr. High, or Degrassi High, there was an incident that he was related to. And I don't understand how he's connected to that, but they blamed him for that, too. Hmm. Yes. Yeah, these are things we discussed when the episode is uh, not the most entertaining. So here we are.
0: So first of all, um, when I first recap this episode, as I think I told you, <laughs> I had consumed a substance. So I I have my after notes because about halfway through the episode, I was like, this is not working. And you'll probably see why when we get to it. Um, (laughs) So we'll we'll touch into the other notes. But I did go back and recap it again properly. So in the opening (laughs) scene, we see the floor hockey tryout for the girls team. Liberty finds out that she didn't make the team, although Miss H is going to offer her the position of team manager. You might be wondering, Chris. Who did make the team well i'll tell you christine that last name i can't pronounce claire ross dunn cody robertson derby crew danielle latois i don't know dolly cannot pronounce that name as name either but it does end in kumar emma nelson gabrielle lamb manny santos and kendra mason again who are half of
1: these people
0: right, people, who, <laughs> people who do not exist while Kendra and Emma are initiating Manny with some silly string, Liberty approaches a group to let them know that she'll be keeping them in line with, by way of manager. The students are studying Napoleon in class, which is incredibly relevant later on in the episode when we see Liberty's extra ass and a cape. <laughs> Liberty is off washing the team's laundry, daydreaming about the team carrying her to a team win. And she decides her initiative is to get the floor hockey team some new uniforms that absolutely nobody asked for. And you're like, (laughs) Chris, those sound normal. What I originally wrote was, in the opening scene, they are playing hockey. Miss Eight says that Liberty didn't make the team, but she would like to offer her the team manager position. Liberty has a very interesting hairstyle that I cannot describe. She's got (laughs) gold hoops in her ear and a small frame glasses. Her face looks a little disappointed about not being on the team. Then I have a note because I was on a video chat and I'm not going to repeat this, but basically (laughs) white supremacy is, um, the cause and the root of all mental health issues. That's, that's basically what that note is for my call. Um, I'm on a video call with my friends. I spelled video V I O D E O. and And one friend is having a hard time, but I'm tired of talking about it. Anyway, the show is still going on. Manny is happy that she made the team with Emma and Kendra, who are apparently already on the team, question mark. Liberty enters the chat, and they talk about how she got to be the team manager. Liberty makes some sly comment about how she's going to be lead the team to victory. Emma and Manny look at Liberty as if to say, does she think that's our manager and not jut like the manager of the team? <laughs> hmm, okay. Because she's not their boss like she thinks she is. What the hell is the job of team manager? Like, if a manager is a boss, why isn't the team manager the boss of the team? Instead, the team manager washes laundry. That is what I was thinking of. Yeah, because...
1: Why? No, literally, same thought. Like, why is that? Like, I'm confused about what this role is, and my other note is, how long does this team last? Because they did all this, and I don't remember hearing much about it afterwards. But if Liberty can't play because obviously she didn't make the team because she sucks at it how is she a team manager that's supposed to lead them to anything like I thought that was Miss H's problem. it role. didn't make any
0: sense and so it makes sense why she was supposed to be washing jerseys yeah absolutely like, but, why is that, but why is that called the team manager and not the team equipment manager equipment manager
1: yeah and then even Mr what's his name Mr. Armstrong is like oh are you excited about it and it's just like but what is it <laughs>
0: I don't get it. Also, at some point in time, who was being the water boy? What was that? <coughs> no, I'm dying. <coughs> was I? Was was the Lord trying to stop me from saying nonsense, girl? I don't know. These teams just have so many positions, and yeah, you know what? I think it's spinner is like water boy for the basketball team, and that's consistent because he was something. Wasn't he like team manager or water boy for the basketball team in season one as well? Because that's when he ended yeah. up winning everyone.
1: Yes, he like <laughs> he started playing music.
0: <laughs> yeah. So he was yeah. he's also still I just they have so many like consolation positions. I'm very confused. It, but anyway. It seems like a
1: cop-out for sure for Liberty, at least, because like her inviting her. Miss H inviting Liberty to do it definitely seemed like a way to soften the blow because of the fact she wasn't making the team. And we know Liberty is a perfectionist. So she knows that like we see Liberty take this as a shot to her ego. Cause she says she's never lost anything in her life, which is a bit dramatic. Um, So if we didn't know that spinner existed as one before, I literally would be like, they made that up for Liberty because what is the point of this?
0: Mm-hmm. I'm, uh, exactly. All right. Um, <clears throat> Back to my original report. Oh, this week has plot. Terry is doing lifeline readings and Ashley warns her about how she doesn't need to be playing with dark magic. Ashley's still (laughs) big mad about that. Terry sees Paige's lifelines and she gets weird. Hazel looks at Terry like she knows that Terry sees something shady on Paige's hand. Hazel calls Terry out for avoiding her. Paige doesn't have a lifeline and her days are numbered. So Terry's doing some palm readings. Ashley's like, girl, stop playing. (laughs) <laughs> Terry then goes to read Paige's palm and she gets all awkward and uncomfortable and she's reluctant to give Paige a reading, only to be approached by Hazel later that day. And Hazel's wearing yet another headband, in case anyone did notice. Anyway, Terry tells Hazel <laughs> the acting in this, si- this scene is phenomenally terrible and <laughs> that just like, did Terry just not go to acting? I don't know. Anyway, Terry tells Hazel that Paige's fate line doesn't exist, which means that her days are allegedly numbered.
1: Your palm.
0: No lifeline. You're gonna die. No. I don't know. I might be missing someone. I mean Zoe? Was she
1: is that her name?
0: Zoe. Was it Zoe? I mean so many of them had plots. Yeah. They had storylines. You and they gave Allie a plot as well. Like Ali had, like they they did a lot of storylines for other people, but you you know you had the little white blonde lead every single right. time, mm-hmm. so that's why Allie didn't get any lines, and that's why Liberty was washing laundry. Mm. Hazel is telling Paige that she isn't going to die, and Terry did the reading wrong. I feel like I'm seeing the story for the first time. <laughs> Terry feels bad for predicting Paige's death, so she's doing a lot. Paige takes advantage of her. Alright, so Hazel goes up on the net and she determines that Terry did the reading wrong. And then immediately after, because I guess she read her Paige's left hand and she should have read Paige's right hand. So immediately afterwards, Terry and her cornrows brings Paige some flowers. And Paige is like, you know what? I'm not about to tell Terry about their online discovery. I'm gonna take advantage of, uh, take advantage of her kindness. Trash. mm." Back to the OG plot, they're telling Miss H about the competition with the boys, and she tells them that she absolutely has too much to do, so she can't supervise them. I mean, hell yeah, she teaches every single science class. She's got them damn guinea pigs in her office, and then that one Isabella had babies, so she got them to take care of. And you know, she's going around being sexually harassed by students like JT left and right. Like, girl, honestly, she
1: she has a full plate here. She don't got time for your games, okay? Literally. I'm
0: very, I'm very confused because Liberty is like, yes, this is my chance. I'm going to step in as coach, like Napoleon from their classroom lesson. Consistent with the rest of the episodes, Liberty's doing the absolute most. She <laughs> got this book to lead them to victory, and nobody's reading that girl. Nobody.
1: Yeah, this is funny because I literally made the note: Queen of doing the most equals Liberty. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. Um. I didn't mention this, but. I feel like Emma wears this several times in the episode. What is up with Emma's blue Kango hat that looks like a condom? Like, why did she suddenly start wearing hats? Because I feel like she also wears another hat in the same episode. Or am I thinking of, I think I'm thinking about the next episode. Either way, they got Emma in hats these days and it's not a good look. And I'm trying to figure out what possessed them to do that. But not the important part, just something that I noticed. (coughs) Liberty, I
0: can't practice today. I sort to of have my period. Manny, a true champion doesn't let a silly little monthly visitor stand between her and victory. Liberty doesn't have time for Manny's period excuse, and she throws her a tampon. Back to my <laughs> other brain. Liberty feels bad that Miss H put her in her place. The great knights taunt the team, and Liberty challenges them to a game to get the sponsorship. Miss H says she's not in it. Her name is Ben, and she ain't in it. She does not have the time, and they're on their own. Liberty's doing the most, and she has this playbook. I think this comes with a diet plan, too. Liberty then shows up to practice wearing a damp cape because she connects with Napoleon. <laughs> the team laughs at Liberty, and she blows her whistle at them to get control. We learn that Liberty is going through to be tough and no-nonsense coach. Liberty tries to get out of practice. Oh, Manny tries to get out of pac- practice because she's on her period. Wow, just last season, Emma got her period. But here <sighs> we are a year later, and we learn that Manny got her period. Wish we had an episode for that.
1: Hmm. I wonder why we didn't get one.
0: You see? And that's what we were talking about.
1: Yeah. This, um, when I was in middle school, that used to be like my favorite excuse, (laughs) but like, I remember I had a woman gym teacher that like wouldn't buy it half the time and like would tell us that exercise was good for period cramps, but fuck that because I'm not trying to move when I have period cramps. Right. Exactly.
0: And I need us to respect that.
1: Right. Because everyone has a different experience. So First off, lady, like, I don't remember how old she was, but mind your business, because I'm new to this. I think I got my period in like the sixth grade and this was seventh grade. So mind your business. Like, how about that? And also, I think this is a great but embarrassing time to mention that in high school, we were only required to take one year of gym because I went to an arts high school and I failed gym and I had to take it twice. <laughs> so that's how I feel about Girl, gym. Pop.
0: Yeah, i sorry. Let's rewind. Houseway.
1: Yeah. So literally I had this. No, we're
0: not trying to talk about this out, uh, episode. episodes. tell me literally about gym.
1: Yeah. So when I, I had gym my freshman year and it was eighth period. Last period of the day It was perfect. Right. Cause you just get to get on the bus, go home. I didn't like my gym teacher. So I would sit out all the time. Um, so to be fair, I kind of earned it, but you would think that I would get like a D that was passing. Don't know how I like fully ended up with like a failing grade, because I think we used to do those stupid, like walking thing, like the mandatory walking, whatever, like you're supposed to run a mile or walk a mile. So I think that should have been enough for me to pass. And it's an art school. I don't need to do any of this. Um, but I definitely failed. And I ended up having to take it. Was I a junior? I might have been a junior or a senior and I had the same gym teacher because he never left and we had one gym teacher like Degrassi has one teacher for every subject Um, and we just didn't get along so he definitely failed me and I had to take that shit when I was a junior or senior instead of taking like an elective fun class like yearbook or something like that so that's how I feel about gym class.
0: (laughs) (sighs) I took honors gym. How bitch now how do you take honors (laughs) gym? So it's a class and it was called like senior leaders, I think. Um, And so basically junior year, you take a class and you learn how to be the teacher's TA your senior Mm -hmm. year. So I think I took it my junior year and then senior year, I got to be the classroom TA, which was great for my teacher who was an asshole to me. Because like, look, I don't have a lot of hand-eye coordination and I'm not like anti-sports or anything, but I don't like football. But I... (laughs) Really good at ice skating because I ice skated for like five or something years. I don't know, a really long time, um, during my childhood. So during the ice skating unit, I had to teach all of the skills and demonstrations because my, the teacher, the gym teacher did not ice skate. He was literally walking on the ice in his, in his shoes <laughs> so during the football unit. He was like, bitch, you're useless. And he was totally nicer to the other guy who was a huge like football player or whatever. <laughs> um, right. But then there he was, depending on me for the ice skating unit, because I knew how to ice skate and he didn't. Um, So that's what I did. And that's where I was at for gym class. I think I I of high school, I had like three TA classes. I was basically there just to breathe.
1: Just, yeah, literally, because they don't let you not or like have a free period or whatever. That and that was the thing for us, too, is because it was an art school, we had to be taking something. But that's bullcrap. I also ice skated when I was younger. That's really funny. I didn't do it for that long, but it was a lot of fun. And I think the high school my sister went to, they used to have ice skating as like a gym elective because they had an ice rink at the high school. I would have participated in that, but we were doing like literally floor hockey and kickball and stuff like that. And I just wasn't with the shits.
0: Hmm. I don't even care about this episode. (laughs) Um, where are we? Paige is being dramatic since she's going to die. Oh my God, Terry's cornrows are back. She agrees to do Paige's book report. Mm-mm. Um, yeah. So Terry ends up doing Paige's book report. She's got this huge ass pimple as a result of the stress. It's growing on her forehead, and I guess she didn't have the chance to do her own homework. And so, in spite of hearing this, Paige and Hazel are giggling about it. Somehow Terry doesn't hear them, who is sitting right. right next to them. But Ashley, who's like three feet away, does. Ashley then goes to tell Terry the truth. And that is where I stop taking my notes, just so you guys know. <laughs> liberty is being a tyrant, and she's being incredibly rude to the team, and they don't appreciate it. Maybe you don't know how to read. Why are you picking on me? Because you're the weakest link. That's Rich of Liberty that that's rich mm-hmm. first, of, first of all bitch you wearing a cape around the school <laughs> second of all you literally weren't allowed on the team because you didn't score one goal so like weakest link of the team but the weakest link was manager hmm. yeah
1: nope that wasn't it until it was not a lie kind of when manny hurts herself but neither here nor there <laughs> liberty is definitely well, the right. weakest of them all
0: <laughs> in this moment okay yeah Uh, she's still wearing that stupid ass cape around the school. Kendra yells at Liberty later that day. Wow. This day is fucking long. Liberty walks away to find a jock strap on her locker, which is what? (laughs) It's finally a new day and the time has arrived for the game. Liberty gives a stupid Napoleon quote to inspire the team for the game. And everyone looks at her like she is doing the most because guess what? She is. Manny falls and she hurts her arm. Weak link. And she's sent to the nurse by Joey Jeremiah. This leads Liberty to say that the alternates are alternates for a reason.
1: Shut up and do what I tell you, all of you. Stop.
0: Okay, first of all, again, liberty, are we are we not acknowledging that you could not be alternate? Yeah,
1: yeah, exactly.
0: But all right, so everyone walks off the team because they're tired of Liberty shit. Liberty realizes that her actions were unacceptable and she changes her tune. She starts praising the team for their strengths and their team goes back to playing the game and Emma tells Liberty to stay her ass in the locker room. Liberty sits out the game feeling sorry for herself and Miss H gives her a pep talk. It was just a stupid, like, I don't, I do not, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> Liberty deserves better. Uh, Paige and Hazel are giggling about how they are taking advantage of Terry when they find Ashley and Terry with the Ouija board I was at a Halloween store the other day when I was purchasing my wigs, and they had a Ouija <laughs> board in there. And I was feeling real white because I kind of wanted to buy it, cause, uh, but I just want to let you know that I didn't.
1: Yeah, I feel that. I've always been scared of those things, so I can see your hesitation probably right. because <laughs> you know the- like,
0: <laughs> it's like I don't believe, but like if I got in some shit where I crack in, then y'all will be looking at me like. And you see, when you do clownery, the clownery comes to bite back.
1: Right, because it's literally like, it probably doesn't do shit, but then the one time you bring it home, it does some
0: shit. <laughs> right, exactly. And you know, I guess, I don't think my house is haunted. Have I ever been in a place where I thought it was haunted? Although I do think the rocking chair is haunted. My, my husband left, so um, I can go ahead and talk this shit. So he has, they had, a, they were cleaning out his granddad's house who passed away. I don't know, February 2020, I don't I don't really fucking know. I think he got to tap out before COVID, bless his soul, and lucky him. Mm-hmm. Um, And so they're cleaning out his house to sell it, and they found a rocking chair that used to belong to his grandma. And they were all like, yeah, you might want this. I'm going to refurbish this rocking chair for you, and I'll paint it and sand it down, and you can have it for your baby. And, like, sentimentally, that sounds really sweet, mm-hmm. but- his grandmother exhibited a lot of erratic behaviors. Like she used to just lock. And also she used to lock herself in her room for like two months, just drinking I, somebody, you know, there's, there's some theor, theoretical mental illness, but you know, people don't ever go get diagnosed and et cetera. Mm-hmm. Some things that was going on. And all I'm saying is I'm convinced that rocking chair is possessed. First of all, I've seen my baby in her room talking to somebody who are you talking to? second wow. of all you know i'm convinced this like i don't did you ever read harry potter Mm-mm. okay so in the second book they got this like they, they're looking for horcruxes spoiler alert but honestly you should have read it by now and one <laughs> of the horcruxes is a locket and you wear it around your neck but if you put it on for too long it makes it like brings out all your negative qualities and shit so it makes you really it like makes you makes you super evil Mm. I'm convinced that rocking Chair is like a horror crux Because, you know, sometimes, you know, I just be seeing... It. Sometimes I'm like, Eric, you be channeling your grandma. Your grandma in the chaos. Damn. Mm. Mm. So, I mean, if we're talking about possession and haunting, that rocking Chair is haunted. And I be trying to get rid of it. But it's like nobody wants me to bring it to their house. Because my parents are like, not if that shit is haunted. Yeah. I want to re- also, can I just say that the person who refurbished it, I really hope his auntie's never listened to it. But if she is, if she's listening to this podcast um Your friend did a shitty job refurbishing that thing.
1: Oh the no, the heart is honey. terrible.
0: There was tape left on it. The paint job is horrible. You didn't sand it down. it's is atrocious. <laughs> Not that um, you ended up with this rocking chair. <laughs> for what it's worth, it does rock. It it does rock back and forth, so it does do its core purpose. But the refurbishing job was terrible, and is possessed. Girl, Mm-mm.
1: no, thank you. That and that's why you can't bring a Ouija board in our house, bitch, because that shit about to go haywire.
0: Exactly. So I know this, you know this, but Terry and her little friends don't know this. So they're using the Ouija board and she (laughs) asks the Ouija board if it's true that Paige and Hazel played her for a fool. For which the the board responds, yes. She then says that Paige is dead and she's going to get them. I don't understand any of this or why this is like, ooh. Why?
1: Literally why? Because one, why does it end like that? Like after all the things that they did, it just ends like that. And Ashley's like playing along with it Which is great but like weren't you Very anti this in the first
0: place So right and where where'd y'all get this Ouija board from if you anti Yes exactly plot. I don't know I'm just saying
1: I don't just know make it the, make sense. Literally this was a terrible plot beat Nothing else is new the only thing That was like on brand was the fact that It was typical Paige to take advantage of Terry and for Hazel to be somewhere in the background Cheering it on so
0: mm, You ain't wrong All right, so for the episode close, finally. Liberty's watching Laundry boys' team. They lost by one point. Emma walks in to show Liberty that they were able to get new uniforms after all because Joey decided to sponsor both teams, which he shouldn't have, and that's why his ass ends up anyway. (laughs) They even got Liberty a jersey for being the team manager, and she's so happy to finally feel included. And the episode ends. I don't even know a moral girl.
1: Literally... My moral was don't be doing the most for everybody involved in this episode because y'all be doing the most.
0: (laughs) It's like usually the A and the B plot or sometimes they have a similar moral, but I can't Mm -hmm. really see the connection between both plots. I could definitely see um, the moral for Liberty basically being saying, you know, my mom always says you catch more flies with or with honey than vinegar. And I think that could be applied to Liberty she was really mean and demanding, but actually, and I guess like, this is a good lesson for anyone to learn, but I see a lot of liberties behaviors in, in educators, mm. people trying to bark orders into submission. So, and I mean, probably just adults in general, think about like shitty bosses yep, just in the about workplace. To say Um, My biggest qualm as of late is dress codes, because guess what? My attire has no impact on my ability to perform my job, but you created Mm -hmm. a dress code because you are power tripping. And so. Yeah.
1: That's bullshit. Did they just change a dress code for you or?
0: So they've always had a dress code mm-hmm. since I started there. Um, it's been enforced to a questionable ability. Mm. It was enforced more so when I first started. And then as things have progressed, I realized that people are very lax. Because actually district-wide, there is no dress code. And they're not allowed to have a dress code. And they are not allowed to enforce a dress code. So they're not mm. supposed to have any of that. But they try to. And they try to tell us, you know, you have to dress... But what killed me was the inconsistencies because they say no open-toed shoes. Why? Because for safety reasons. But they also don't allow gym shoes. Well, how is open-toed for safety reasons but gym shoes is like... that is Just that not, not the allowed. safest shoe? Right. right. You gotta be
1: so, able to so go. Like that,
0: right. So that's not it. It's because you are subscribing to this antiquated perception of um, what professionalism looks like. And I disagree because it's probably racist. But yeah. the point is... I mean, again, you catch more flies with honey than vinegar. At the same time, I guess, con- like, on the opposite side of that, if you're someone like Terry who is very sweet and kind and giving, there are nasty people like Paige who will take advantage of that.
1: Every time. So mm-hmm. I, I guess you got to
0: find a healthy boundaries or, like, a healthy, happy med- medium. Because I do know a lot of people who I, I've always seen viewed to be super nice And people just take advantage of them. I remember there was this one girl in high school and people would always ask her for money and she would always say yes. And like, that's foul. Pay her back. Stop asking her for money. That is really
1: crazy. People will take advantage until you literally tell them not to. So like, they'll let it go until you say something. It can't even be anybody else that says something.
0: And then they'll act like you're a bad person when you say no. I think that's a really big theme just across the board from high school through early adulthood into later adulthood, when you've got people who are accustomed to walking all over you and boundaries, feels really uncomfortable for you when you set them, but also mm-hmm. for other people when you start saying no. So,
1: yeah, I'm very proud of you for pulling that from this episode because when I tell you, it gave
0: nothing to me. <laughs> Girl, it was a reach. It was a reach that I just <laughs> came up with on the fly right now.
1: I love it. I love that we were able to wrap this up with a, a good moral. <laughs>
0: Do you have any predictions about the future?
1: Um, I just predict that these episodes get much better from here for season well, two. They
0: sure do. <laughs> they sure do. And I was just texting you about that.
1: Yes. I started watching ahead a little bit and I'm very excited to discuss the next few episodes because they're giving us a good storyline. They're giving us juicy stuff, you know, things that we can actually connect to something and like have full thoughts about rather than Liberty just wearing a cape and yelling at people in the gym.
0: <laughs> never have i ever read about napoleon and been like i'm gonna put on a cape no right
1: <laughs> let me connect these two so yeah i literally predict that we are gonna have some great discussions moving forward i'm very excited for next week's episode
0: <laughs> as am i speaking about that next on degrassi Ashley's relationship with jimmy seems to be back on track until he says he preferred her old look to her new goth one meanwhile after sex at lecture JT convinces Toby to buy condoms in order to have sex with Kendra, something to which both Kendra and Spinner object. That wraps this week's episode of Below the Dot podcast. If you enjoyed your listen, please tell a friend to tell a friend. To hold you over between episodes, you can follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok under some derivative of the username below the dot. Feel free to reach out with any questions, comments, or concerns on either of our social media accounts or email us at whateverittakes385 at gmail.com. Thank you so much for listening, and we'll be back on your airways this time next week. (laughs) I'm talking about the rhythm, the the song Keep the people like